Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, July 22nd, 549 a.m. Central Time. As I speak here, December corn futures down four and a half cents at 569. November soybeans uh, down one and a quarter at $13 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down 26 and a half at 779 and three quarters. September Kansas City wheat down 23 and a half at 837 and three quarters. September spring wheat down 23 and a half at 889. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a review on that Apple app in particular. Could use some more. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, give me a crop update. Uh, all of those things will help YouTube uh, to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, guys, Guys, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. You should sign up. I send a ton of information to my premium subscribers every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you will see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Tons of interesting charts, graphics, lots of weather info this time of year. Really everything that's on my mind every single business day. Uh, my daily subscriber-only videos are included as part of this. Yesterday, I did kind of a back-to-basics uh, grain demand review. What's the demand base for U.S. corn? What's the demand base for U.S. beans? What is the demand base for uh, U.S. wheat? I went um, and did kind of a uh, did this on a percentage basis, made it real easy to understand. I had requests to do this type of video uh, from subscribers. So if you guys are interested, sign up today. It's 50 bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. Uh, no other fee, no other obligation, and nobody will try to sell you anything else. Before I get started here today, let's look at some price charts because we've got some ugly stuff going on here. Here's my SRW wheat chart, uh, SEP 22 contract. This deal peaked at $12.85 back in May. We had this big run up, uh, you know, in late February into March following the uh, Russia Ukraine deal. And we've since given back all of those gains. So we've seen a total round trip here. We're back to pre invasion levels below $8 per bushel. Really ugly stuff. Here's your Nov soybean chart. We peaked near 15.85 back in June. Uh, the market traded below $13 overnight. That's the lowest trade since January. Ugly stuff there as well. Uh, December corn peaked at 7.66 back in May, and then you had kind of a secondary peak here in June at about seven and a half. Uh, you're into the 560s this morning, lowest trade since January overnight. So really some ugly stuff here in regard to the grain markets. Uh, some pretty heavy selling pressure here the last few weeks. I think a lot of this has to do with recession fears. Recession fears continue to mount, and I think a great deal of the weakness in these grain markets can be attributed to these fears. If you have a bad enough global recession, it could result in reduced demand or even drastically reduced demand for uh, grains and oil seeds. And that would render a lot of USDA's projections invalid to some extent. They could just be totally wrong in regard to these demand projections and the balance sheets. Maybe that's taking too many steps forward, but I think that that's some of the fear out there right now. Uh, central banks are hiking rates and all of the central banks, I mean, they failed to see that all of this COVID-related stimulus money, all of the lockdowns, they failed to see that those things would result in multi-decade highs in inflation. And uh, they missed it and, and they messed up and now we're going to pay the price for it the way that it looks. Uh, many of the big banks in the U.S. put recession odds at about 50%. I think a lot of people believe that the probability is actually much higher. 
The European Central Bank hiked its benchmark rate for the first time in 11 years just yesterday. Uh, the U.S. is going to hike again. So that's uh, a big part of the deal here. You know, I'd love to tell you guys every day that every move in corn, soybeans, and wheat has to do exclusively with supply and demand, you know, yield prospects and weather and all of that stuff. But I just don't think it does this time around. I think that there are other things at play here. And I will talk about weather here in a second. We do have some crop issues, but uh, I think that these recession fears <clears throat> are maybe the bigger driver of prices here. Now, on that same note, U.S. initial jobless claims rose to an eight-month high last week. Initial claims totaled 251,000. That's the highest level since November of last year. So this reading is perhaps an indication that the labor market is beginning to slow. Although you've got to note this. We've still got more than 11 million open jobs in the United States, according to government data. The number of job seekers or the unemployed is about 6 million. So you've really got like two open jobs for every person looking for a job. Uh, this would be awfully odd for a recession. If we get into a recession, this sort of labor Labor situation would be uh, extremely rare or unprecedented. Usually in a recession, you know, people lose jobs and there's not jobs um, available. Now we've got tons of jobs available. So this, this would be very odd for a recession. But in any case, we did see a little bit of an uptick in jobless claims. So maybe this thing's starting to go in the other direction. In uh, international uh, Ukraine news, Turkey says that they're going to sign a deal today to resume Ukrainian grain exports. Ukraine, Russia, Turkey, the U.N., will reportedly sign this deal that will resume Ukraine's grain exports out of those Black Sea ports. Details not available at this point. The Kremlin did say early this morning that its defense minister would sign the grain deal. Ukraine's deputy ag minister said this yesterday. The majority of the infrastructure of the ports of wider Odessa, there are three of them, remains. So is it is a question of several weeks in the event there are proper security guarantees. And that's what a lot of the deal is, I think, is security guarantees and, and how they're going to, to go about doing this. A lot of people are skeptical about this, myself included. Even if a deal is signed, um, a lot of people think that there will be no big increase over the short term in exports, but maybe a positive sign. And maybe that's why the wheat market's under some pressure here very early this morning. To get into U.S. weather, most of the Corn Belt, most of the plains pretty much dry this morning. A little bit of rain over parts of Nebraska, maybe parts of, uh, say, southeast Iowa, maybe southern Minnesota with a little bit of rain. Some scattered stuff over Oklahoma, Arkansas, that sort of stuff. But no big sweeping system or anything like that on the radar this morning. The next seven days uh, is wet for the eastern Corn Belt, uh, southern Illinois, most of Indiana, most of Ohio, most of Kentucky, those areas. Um, Iowa's going to be slightly drier by comparison. Missouri should see some rains. Uh, Wisconsin should do okay. Still, the plains very dry. And when you look into the extended forecast, uh, they do bring some rains back into the southern plains, uh, in particular, beginning maybe late next week. And it's kind of around that same time late next week that you should see this extreme heat uh, kind of move out. And we're still hot here. I mean, still above normal. But that stuff that's like north of 100 degrees in the Southern Plains every day, I believe the, the way that it looks this morning is going to move out by next week. Now, that doesn't mean that the crops down in these areas in Kansas and Oklahoma and parts of Nebraska doesn't mean they're saved. I mean, a lot of that stuff's going to be beyond repair. This heat has just been excessive and extreme, and it's been uh, horribly dry. So it's it's a bad, bad deal in those areas, no doubt about it. But the extended stuff does offer uh, perhaps a hint at some cooler temperatures and maybe some rains uh, for those uh, very much problematic areas of the Southern Plains, maybe, uh, say, later half of next week. Export sales, kind of a mixed bag last week. Old crop corn sales were soft, just uh, 34,000. New crop corn sales were pretty good at 570. 
Accumulated commitments of new crop corn are the third best on record seasonally. They're behind only uh, 2021 and 2013. Old crop corns, or I'm sorry, old crop soybean sales were poor, just 5,900, like next to nothing. Uh, new crop soybean sales were okay at 255. Accumulated commitments of new crop soybeans are the second best on record seasonally, behind only 2012. So your new crop bean export book is actually uh, pretty good, and as as is the case with corn. Wheat sales for the current marketing year good at 512,000. Accumulated wheat sales for the current marketing year uh, versus the last 10 years are maybe average to slightly below average. We have seen drought expand in recent weeks. Now, there was no real significant change this week in uh, U.S. corn and soybean areas experiencing a drought in percentage terms. But you look at the drought map here, and it's and it's obvious, and it's been ongoing here in the Southern Plains for a long time. Nebraska's really dry. You've got um, part of the, part of the Delta up into you know Arkansas and Missouri. A little bit of drought noted in uh, say eastern eastern east central Illinois, uh, northeastern Illinois, parts of Indiana. Uh, but no big change on the week. So when you compare this to a month ago, uh, corn areas experiencing a drought in the U.S. 29% versus 19% on June 21st. Soybean areas experiencing a drought 26% versus 11% on June 21st. Spring wheat areas experiencing a drought have fallen drastically to 16% versus uh, 22% on June 21st. There was a ton of drought up north last year, and a lot of that has been alleviated. You see really like no drought over North Dakota, uh, really at all. The cattle market was uh, marginally higher, I believe, in, or I'm sorry, marginally lower in live cattle yesterday, marginally higher in feeder cattle. Uh, cash trade was uh, not anything exciting, mostly 136 in the South. We've got cattle on feed and cattle inventory after the close today at two o'clock, so be prepared for a little bit of volatility, perhaps on Monday morning. U.S. dollar is marginally higher this morning. The S&P is down eight points. The Dow's about flat. Bonds are up a full handle. Crude oil down again, uh, down $1.30 in the SEP WTI 9505. Have a great weekend, guys. I will talk to you Monday.